Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. All right, parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti. I've got a good friend, Matt Shaheen, um, who happens to be uh, my state representative. So, Matt, welcome. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me again. And we were uh, we were just in talking to the students. We yeah. have a program called Student Leadership Institute. Yeah. Uh, for those of you whose parents are in the upper school, uh, it is an upper school program where we take um, ideas and we wrestle with them. It's to teach our students how to think critically. Uh, then how to um, talk about an issue with their peers, uh, wrestle with ideas, and then do a presentation. Um, and that team building, that um, being able to have the rhetoric, being able to have the speech, being able to uh, communicate ideas in a winsome and persuasive way after they've wrestled with an idea is super important for us. And so this year, um, I gave them, or I'm giving them, um, some scenarios that deal with the issue of SOGI, and that's sexual orientation, gender identity, uh, because there are so many things that are happening on this particular uh, front in our culture, um, and a lot of our students won't um, have the experience of this because they're not in the public school, they're in a private school, uh, so we don't have to pick our pronouns here. <laughs> um, but uh, but I need them to be equipped and I need them to be prepared. And so for our, our Student Leadership Institute, our SLI, uh, we're dealing with these particular issues. Last week, we had Ricky Shillette come in, uh, who deals with this particular issue um, from um, kind of a, a biblical background um, where he's ministering to uh, individuals who are wrestling with this and struggling with this. Uh, but Matt, you're dealing with this from a legislative standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reason I called you was because uh, in Florida... Um, I guess about a year ago, less than a year ago, um, they passed a particular bill that the media dubbed Don't Say Gay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what it said, don't, the Don't Say Gay bill, right? right? And I you know, went ahead and read the article and I looked at it and I was like, okay, this is interesting because what it, what it looks like is the legislators are preventing teachers in the public school um, from using particular language and talking to kids about you know, sexual orientation, gender identity. And when you read it, you kind of go, well, wait a second, there's something else going on here. And the reality is, is that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason that they're doing that is because um, there were teachers or counselors and people in the public schools who were talking to, to students younger than third grade about these particular issues. So imagine a teacher going up to you know, little Susie and watching her out playing on the, you know, the, the playground and recess. And she's, you know, throwing the ball with the guys. And she says to Susie, Hey man, you got a great arm. Um, do you ever think about, you could be a guy Yeah. and Susie's in second grade. And she's like, what, what are you, what are you talking about? And all of a sudden we start steering them in a particular direction. And the Florida legislature said, Hey, whoa, 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 we're not doing that. (laughs) That's, that's a parent conversation, not a teacher conversation. Um, and so I asked you, I said, hey, Matt, are we, are we going to be doing the same thing in the Texas legislature? And you said, yes. And there's a bunch of other things going on. So I had you come in and talk to the students because we're setting this particular issue up. But I wanted to kind of bring our parents into the conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit, and I'll kind of 
ask you some more questions as we go through here, yeah. but tell us a little bit about what's coming up. Yeah. Uh, I know we have a November election, mm-hmm. and then we go into a legislative session, and you're expecting that this is going to be one of the issues that happens down in Austin, where you're talking about a lot of things um, that are dealing with sexual orientation, gender identity, because you want to make sure that parents understand that they have a right, That's right. to raise their children in the way that God intended, even in a public school system. Yeah. Uh, they don't they don't give up that right, and there's a lot of things that are pushing back on that. So, man, yeah, I appreciate the that's time. That's exactly right. Tell us Dan. what's going on, and um, it's great that we're prepping our uh, students for the world like this because mm-hmm. these are the issues that are out there that they're having to confront and um this way they're not getting blindsided so mm-hmm. appreciate what you're doing and it's 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 vitally important i i would tell you that there you know there's multiple topics that we'll cover this next legislative session but parental rights is going to clearly be one this is really something that's sweeping across the nation right and so we we the culture has gotten to a point now where we the legislature need need to provide some clarity on there's just some topics out there that are not appropriate inside of our public schools and and the whole thing around soji sexual orientation those types of things these are one of the topics and so what we're going to do is we're going to come in with a, a focus on and you're right the florida it was dubbed the don't say gay but it's it's really parental rights mm-hmm. right and so what we want to get across across the state of texas is just make it very clear that parental rights do not stop when that child enters that put that public school and so we're going to be passing legislation that will ensure that we'll, we're going to establish some boundaries so we will have you know language that you know says these are these are these topics are off limit these are people's children uh you're you're you will not cover them and we did that last session with critical race theory uh you know those types of things so there's a history in doing that so we'll we'll establish those boundaries but we're gonna we're gonna we're going to do more. We're going to hold, uh, for example, book vendors responsible okay, for so them. super important. Yes. This is kind of a little bit of a shift, Yeah. but we just did this in our lower school. So mm-hmm. um, th- when this comes out, um, we'll just have had a, a podcast t- telling our parents that our lower school did an audit mm-hmm. of every resource in our lower school and went through there and had to uh, examine everything because there is so much that's being um, infiltrated into the books, the vendors, right. that are the, the material that they're distributing, right? That you have to look at every book. You have to see it because some of the ideas that are being presented, some of the images and the pictures and the depictions, right? Completely inappropriate. We want things to be age appropriate. So if, you, right. if this is a book that maybe is for more of a middle school or more of a high school, we're moving those resources to those things. But some of these things are written specifically for a younger audience, meaning kindergarten, first, second grade, and they're completely inappropriate. And so you're looking at it saying, not just are we trying to work with our state board of education and yeah. our school districts and saying, hey, be careful of this, but you're actually going to the book vendors themselves. And we have to. That you know th- that job is a lot more difficult, and I'll tell you why. A lot of a lot of libraries, uh, really, you know, public school libraries, mm-hmm. private school, but even like city libraries. They often will rely on these rating agencies that mm-hmm. rate the books to give you some kind of perspective, right? Because we're talking about thousands and thousands of books, and a lot of those books have hundreds of pages, yeah. right? T- tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands yeah. of books. I'm I mean, it, yeah, it, it really is. It's so difficult. Think to about do a that. school ISD. You are literally talking about a hundred thousand books, yeah. and so and you were you were telling our kids how many students are in how many in Texas schools and how many school districts do we have? Oh, there's over a thousand school districts in the state of Texas, and it's five point nine million children right. in, in in public schools right you have another yeah. 
quarter of a million that are homeschooled and, and those numbers are growing. And I think private schools about a quarter of a million or, or larger. And so, but you know, the challenge is you used to be able to rely on these rating agencies that would mm-hmm. rate these books that would essentially give you a heads up. And right. so you wouldn't have to actually go through and do audits, if you will. And now some of these rating agencies can't be relied on. There mm-hmm. was even one that was known to be quote unquote conservative that was taking a book titled Gender Queer and saying it was perfectly fine. Mm. And so that book was found and totally inappropriate. Uh, I mean, not debatable. It was not appropriate. And they were giving it, you know, a perfectly fine rating. So that whole that whole area was as far as far as the uh, materials that are in school, we're going to take action legislatively that will essentially hold that book vendor um, accountable. And the way we're going to do that is in the in state statute, in Texas state statute, obscenity is well defined. Mm -hmm. It's it's several paragraphs. And um, it's going to be very straightforward. If a book vendor is found to sell a book or any really any material to a a public school that meets that definition, they will be banned from doing business with any public school in the state of Texas. And that's a lot of business. Oh, it's it's, it's huge. (laughs) It's how how historically Texas has impacted what's in textbooks, those types of things. Because we have so many people here that if we buy the textbook, everybody else pays. Because Wyoming isn't setting the standard for textbooks. No, no. But Texas does. (laughs) Texas as a state has impact. And that that influence is growing. Tremendous responsibility that we have to make sure that what we're doing sets the stage for the rest of the country. Yeah, that's and, it. And, 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 and yeah. you know, that's why a lot of this legislative session, and there'll be other things, right? We're going to talk about property tax relief. We're going to talk about the grid. We're, we're going to talk about infrastructure, right? But this is something... <laughs> Thank you um, for, for, for letting us know that. Yeah. Not the only but, thing going on. But, uh, but, you know, this is something that is really... Qu- and, and one so more thing, important. if I can add, uh-huh. and, and this is, I really hope your moms and dads are listening here. We need parents engaged. And, you know, historically, I think a lot of parents just, you know, relied on our public school systems, relied on their local officials. And we just live in a different world now. And so one of the things that I'm going to be asking parents across, you know, Collin County, North Texas, is if they possibly can actually pay attention this next legislative session and mm-hmm. make their presence known, come down to their state capitol okay. and either be there presently or even come and testify in front of committees. Mm-hmm. I'm asking totally newbies that have absolutely zero political background, political experience to actually come down. Cause here's the thing I can get, um, I can have a handful of more liberal legislators send out a couple texts, and they can the next day have hundreds, if not approaching a thousand liberal activists that will fight us on this issue. And as shockingly as it is, as clear as this topic is, they're going to people that are going to fight us on this issue. And we need a bunch of moms and dads to show up at their Texas Capitol next session. So stay tuned. Well, can I tell you you the weight that it carries? It's huge. For a mom and a dad. To drive down from Plano, right, to give up a, a day or two of their time That's right. to walk in front of a group of elected officials and to say, hey, this, is, this issue is important to me. Here's why. Here's what you need to know. Right. And, and give their testimony. Now, y- right. you, you also have to understand that you guys are kind of crazy down there and you might be doing this at 3 a.m. That's um, that's so. true. It's a little. <laughs> but look, they, no, you know, know. The parents, they don't have to come down and do this glowing, great speech. No, they can come down and, what you know. and speak for yes. one or two minutes, yep. three minutes. And, and it's it's a yeah. it's it, one. It's a it's a great opportunity 
um, to see how the legislative process works. That's right. Um, it's a great opportunity to see the Capitol, which I love. It's I beautiful. love our Capitol. Love it. Love it's it. Beautiful. Love it. But you guys do a great job during the legislative session. And if we can get some parents down there to help you um, get good legislation passed, right, we are all for so, it. Because let's so, be so real important. specific here, right? Yes. So I, I had – last session, I had to sit through committee hearings where I actually had – Parents bring their child, their, yes. their male child that had makeup on and a dress and force that child to testify. You cannot tell me that that child wanted to be there. Yep. It was awful. And, yep. and we should be, you know, praying for those parents and, and that child, you know, just the environment that they're being raised in. But nevertheless, that's out there. And we need to have our moms and dads present. So I hope you'll invite me back for another podcast. We'll, 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 do we'll, well, I was going to tell you, so speaking of specific scenarios, yeah. um, John Stone Street is at the Colson Center, and he sent out an email a couple of weeks ago and was telling a story um, about a, um, a woman whose daughter in eighth grade was just struggling with some things, mm-hmm. uh, depression, um, you know, anxiety, things like that. And, and the school counselor apparently took the daughter in and had a conversation, as a school counselor would, concerned about a student. And mm-hmm. one of the things that the school counselor said to the daughter was, I think you're struggling with gender dysphoria. Uh, and convinced that that young girl um, that that was the issue that she had. And so she began to do this transition at school. They never told the parent um, that she would um, come into school dressed as a girl, and then she would dress as a boy once she got to school. Uh, They began to put her on hormone blockers, eighth grade, 14-year-old girl, right? Begin to put her on hormone blockers. And they did all these things without the parent knowing at all. Um, When the parent found out, through something, right? They wanted to do something. The school filed suit against the parent, um, and the judge made the parent only have um, visitations with their daughter uh, if they were supervised visitations. Yeah. Is this crazy? Yeah. Right? Oh, it's and bizarre. then the parent wanted to bring in a pastor to talk to her, and they said no, they couldn't <clears throat> do anything. They ended, the, the student ended up transitioning, having surgery, becoming a boy, and a year later they killed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And and the and the mom is of course distraught. Right, freaking out, saying, um, "What? What in the world happened?" Well, what happened was, a particular agenda got into a public school system and used the power and the resources of the state to separate the child from the parent. And yeah. I don't think our parents quite grasp, and, and hopefully we don't grasp it because it doesn't happen here at PCA. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't quite grasp the reality that there are some people um, that are. Um, seeing parents and families as the problem mm. to oh, a yeah. child freely expressing their individuality, That's right. right? So, you know, Matt, you and Robin are, are raising, you know, uh, two daughters and a son. And But if they weren't in your home under your repressive religion, right, then those c- children could grow up to be something different, whatever. They, they could be different. They could be different genders. They could be a Furby. They could be whatever. Whatever this yeah. world is throwing at our kids now. And and this, there are some people, right, unfortunately, and some of them are in the school system right now, right, that are using that venue and that opportunity, right, to separate the kids from the families. Yeah. And so, I, I, you know, parents need to understand this, right, that, you know, there are organizations out there, Disney, we use it as an example, that are putting movies out there that are trying to, you know, tell our kids to think a certain way, to, mm-hmm. you know, understand these things, books that are being put into libraries now. So we have to be vigilant as parents to understand these. And you are saying, hey, listen, I'm going to go down to Austin <laughs> and I'm going to try to set up some some laws that help, 
you know, protect parents and their rights as well. And I need parents help to do that. You re- we really do. We, we, it, the way the culture is now, we're, we're going to always need, I think, parents to be vigilant. Yes. And although I'm talking about next legislative session and having uh, the pr- parents come down to the Capitol, have her present, think for a second, Dan, the story you just said, mm. right? And if, if there's somebody that has any type of similar uh, story, right? right? It doesn't have to be quite as drastic as that, obviously, but just any types of stories where they've had their experience and maybe they, maybe they had to pull their child out and go to a private, whatever the story is, those are profoundly powerful yes. that move legislators. Yes. And, and a legislator that you know may not normally support this type of legislation, well, it's going to make them feel a whole heck of a lot more uncomfortable, and yeah. they need to feel more un- uh, uncomfortable. So I cannot stress enough how much power our parents have. And I think, you know, really this is something that's going across the nation, and uh, parents are being heard. They're influencing um, elections, either local school board elections, or if you look at states like uh, – Floor of, of Virginia, where they flipped a governorship, mm-hmm. uh, parents are are woken up, and so we're going to need all of us, uh, all of us moms and dads, whether, whether your child's in private school or public school, we're going to need to be uh, vigilant. Well, I, I would I would say this: so parents whose kids are in private school, mm-hmm. you may think, well, because my kid's not in the public school, I can't go down to the legislature and talk oh, they to them. Definitely can. Exactly, and and the reason is, I think, twofold. Very important. One, they're still your state legislators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And two, the fact that I choose not to put my kid in a public school system, which is free, because you can't educate my child in the way that they're supposed to be educated. The the fact that I have to put them now in a private Christian school. Now I choose to, but the fact that I have to even. Right is something that legislators have to be responsible for, because there's so much that is going on in the public school system that it, that is not um, supportive of my views and values, supportive of my religious rights, supportive of my parental rights. That's right. And I think parents need to be able to uh, express that. Well, and our you know our our students, our children that go to private school, they're going to interact with these public yes. school students anyhow, right? And so yep. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we just need to make sure that there's boundaries established. And yep. at the end, no matter where that child is, where that child's at home, or the front yard, or at the store, or in a classroom in a public school. Those parents are in charge, yeah. and that's why next legislative session it's going to be all be all be about uh, parental rights. Yes. It's going to be pretty exciting. And the electric grid, and all the, <laughs> <laughs> we but, have a lot of bunch of other things going. We're on. blessed as a state. We're yeah. we're growing so fast. We've got a thousand people moving here every day. That there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of other states that would love to have our problems. I know. Amen. So, Amen. But well, this one's important. Uh, last thing for our parents. Um, yeah. There's an election coming up in there November. There is an election. Yeah. So remind our parents. <laughs> What they need to do, they need to uh, they need to go out and make sure that they vote either early voting or on election day. It's coming up, uh, you know, late October. Early voting starts, and they really need to not only vote. It's it's ABC is what I call a everybody down ballot. They need to yes. they need to vote for yeah. B. Um, they need to bring somebody to the polls with them. There you go. Bring, you know, one friend, a dozen friends, like-minded people. Let's get them out and vote and see. We got to come together. There's a lot of things out there that we talk about that divides us, but a topic like this, 99.9%, we're in agreement. Let's, whether, forget their political affiliation. If they care and love for their child, bring them to the polls and talk to them about, you know, these issues that are before us. 
99.9% of the people are going to agree with you. ABC, let's make sure we get that done so that legislatively we'll be in a position to do some pretty profound things, not only for our parents, but really for these kiddos. Yeah. Now, you did mention a 1,000 people um, moving to the to state Texas of Texas every day. every day. Now, here's the deal. They need to get registered to vote. That's right. So don't forget that. If you're That's not right. registered to vote, right, right. Um, go to the Secretary of State's website. Yeah. Um, our church um, gives yeah. voter registration, um, you know, things where you can just sign them up, mail them in, register to vote. So before we get to the election day, register to vote. As we get close to the election day, start finding out about where people stand on particular issues, fi- find out those those individuals, those parties, right? Um, mm-hmm. Figure out which party supports because right. you may be voting for a particular party and say, hey, I'm going to send that guy down to Austin or send that guy to D.C. because they're in the party that supports my views and values better than the other party. Learn how the process works and then be active and participate in that process. Amen. So, Couldn't have said it any better. Ask Dan Panetti if you, you don't know who to vote I for. I love that. Well, man, I appreciate your time for coming in, uh, speaking to our I students. Loved it. Loved your students. Uh, thanks for representing us down in Austin. Uh, you do a great job and uh, we appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.